Welcome back, me sweet listener. I'm Donna Peters. I'm an advisor to executives and next generation leaders who strive to be both career oriented and life minded. The Me Sweet podcast is a forum for how to lead our lives with more purpose, planning, and power, like C suites lead the companies we most admire. The C suite wakes up every day focused on three key decisions. Number one, are we living our own core values? Number two, is everything running smoothly in our day to day? And number three, how do we as individuals stay fresh and relevant for the future we desire to have? You get the idea. We each need a C-suite mentality for leading our own lives. We each need a me-suite, a source of power for the life-minded. Let's get in there. This episode is brought to you by Social Distancing. Today, we are chatting with human resources executive Karen Rice, and it's a very timely topic to be chatting with an HR expert as many of us are reconsidering our career paths in the current economic situation, and any of us who have been employed have experiences with human resources. Karen is experienced across talent strategy, talent management, change management, And I know firsthand that she brings clarity, calm, and humanity to complex situations. We are very lucky to have a moment to learn from Karen Rice. Thank you, Donna. Thrilled to be here with you. So, Karen, I know that you know that in the Me Suite, we start with core values. Can you start there and share yours with the listeners and how they shape decisions in your life? Core values. This was an interesting one to me, and that I know I got core values, but I'll be honest, I've never sat down, wrote them down on paper, and really given a hard, strong look at them. So this was a great exercise. Awesome. Uh, I tested those against uh, my husband as well, and the uh, good thing was we were aligned on what we both thought my core values were. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So the first one that is critical for me, both in my personal life and my work life, is the balance. Okay. Uh, I have a family of now two teenage children. My husband also works. And wanting to ensure that I have always had that balance and not missing those critical milestones with my family, yet at the same time wanting to grow my career and continue to be challenged. Some others that are really important to me, uh, I think about respect. I want to be treated um, the way I treat others is how I'm really looking to be treated. Mm -hmm. I will also admit having two teenagers, that one is definitely (laughs) a challenging one on a daily (laughs) basis and uh, one that we continue to learn and grow as a family um, as part of that uh, growing up with teenagers. That's a good one. I've heard if you really need 360 feedback, have teenagers. Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't it out of the mouth of babes? <laughs> uh, and I would say I have two other core values that okay. have really remained strong with me, both personally and professionally. So giving back. Okay. And that's something you look at in a few different ways for me. I was very fortunate in my career where I had um, a handful of individuals that instilled in me wanting uh, to give me opportunities, wanted to put forward opportunities for me and really protect me to not let me fall on my face, but to to let me get out there and try. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's one thing that's 
really what I feel my legacy will be uh, that helping my team grow, helping my uh, associates learn new ways, get out there and stretch themselves. Yeah. And the personal side is from giving back in the community. So I'm a member of Claire's Army Board of Directors, which is a local charity in the Charlotte, North Carolina uh, community that we are giving to families with children fighting cancer. Okay. So it's nice that I'm at this stage in my life that the kids are old enough that I can step away and I can give back in the community that has been so supportive of me and my family. Very nice. And then really the final core value is equality. Okay. I believe this through every part of my life in that um, gender, diversity, age, it, it really doesn't matter uh, whether I'm hiring somebody, I want the best candidate, as well as how I'm raising my children to support the diversity that they have around them and that everybody is equal. That is extremely, extremely important that my kids grow up understanding and respecting them. Mm. So let's dive into your career area of expertise. And believe it or not, I have had listeners call me and say, when are you going to interview an executive in HR? So you, you, you might have a fan club out there. So, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Let's start with how do you define your roles and responsibilities as an HR executive? And then let's go into the conversation about how could we be applying those disciplines and that mindset to the MeSuite. One of my leaders that I worked with long ago, it said something that has stuck with me. Mm -hmm. He said to me to put on your business hat and think like a business leader first. So listen to what's being talked about at the table. Listen to the problems that you're trying to solve from a business perspective. From there, put on your HR hat. So mm -hmm. you're coming first thinking of a, as a business owner yeah, and not pigeonholing yourself just into, I'm a finance person, I'm a marketing person, I'm an HR person, but we all at that leadership table are there to help solve those critical business problems. I have the opportunity to have the subject matter expertise in HR. Mm -hmm. um, so what does that mean from a talent perspective? perspective? What does that mean from a diversity inclusion perspective? What does that mean from a change management perspective, which mm -hmm. is becoming really important from an HR perspective to support and drive? Yeah. So that's where I've seen the role pivot to is a lot more of that strategic partnership and being a true business partner versus being the HR leader. Yeah. What are those mindsets and disciplines that you have as a human resources professional that are tools that we could be using in our own personal lives? So I definitely have some that I have been consciously working on. Okay. Um, for me, me personally, I think HR, there, there does come a lot of data. You're making important decisions that can impact somebody's career. Mm -hmm. uh, an example, if you're working with your leaders on talent management and what is the career progression or the succession planning for this individual, uh, that really, as you're coaching and discussing with the leaders that are helping develop that, that can ultimately impact somebody's career if they get put in a particular 
label that might not be the label that they foresee themselves in. Mm-hmm. So how do I relate that between what I do on a business perspective versus what I do uh, in my personal life is I'm a very routine person. I like okay. checklists. Yeah. Uh, I have a particular routine that, especially as I get older, I follow my routine to a T that I'm going to wake up in the morning, I'm going to make the bed, and then I'm going to feed the cats, and then I'm going to get a cup of coffee. Uh, so oh my I gosh, are you, challenge- <laughs> are you and I the same person? <laughs> I think we might be. That's exactly what my <laughs> list looks like, but keep going. <laughs> so, um, you know, I really, sometimes if I will, if I will go one direction, I say, deviate try something different this is nothing it's a calculated risk that's not going to break anything that if you get up and get a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and then make your bed it's okay Uh Uh, so (laughs) in the hr world it's yes we have processes that we use there's standard tools that we use across human resources or within our own organizations Think outside of those tools. How can mm-hmm. we change those tools? How can we do something a little bit different and not always follow that same routine? Mm-hmm. In addition, what I do think is really important is finding the time for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, really being able to, to give myself permission that it's okay to, to ask the kids to do the dishes so that I can go for a walk. And I can go for that walk for numerous reasons for myself to clear my mind, to work through ideas in my head that I might not be able to while I'm cooking dinner and managing homework and wondering when my husband's going to be home, if I should hold dinner or not. Mm-hmm. And it gives me time to reflect as well, both on what might have happened in the office that day, what do I have coming up this weekend. Um, so that time I have found to be very important for myself. Mm-hmm. It's hard to carve out, especially if you have children and they're younger. We need to give ourselves permission to do that. Uh, And that permission, especially in this time that we are in now, is really critically important that we are giving ourselves that permission for our own mental health. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people that are facing this employment uncertainty right now? I don't know if we were going to call them tips or traps or if they're in the bucket of please don't do this or if they're in the bucket of (laughs) make sure you do that. Do you have some ideas that come to mind, just given where we are in the economy right now? I do. And I think this is, this can be used at any time, really. Uh, Yeah. Definitely more critical right Mm -hmm. now. I made a job change a number of years ago after having been with a company for the large portion of my career. Mm -hmm. So that was a really new experience for me as well, of starting all over, looking for another opportunity. How do I do that? Uh, So what I did was I went out and reached out to my network of individuals that had worked with me in the past, Mm -hmm. that had roles that I was interested in, and I networked and I asked a lot of questions. Okay. I did not go out to them and say, hi, do you have a job? I'm looking for a job. But rather, I went out to educate myself. Mm. A lot of jobs come through networking at this point. Mm -hmm. And so really going out and saying, I know you recently went and made a move. How did you go about that? What Mm -hmm. was important as you were doing? What did you find that did not work? Some of the advice I got was 
really first sitting down and understanding what are you targeting? Mm-hmm. Are you targeting a large company or a small company? What locations are you targeting? Are you open or are, is there a certain radius? Yeah. What industry are you targeting? Uh, what type of role are you targeting? Are you targeting an individual contributor or do you want to be a leader? Uh, so that really helped hone down who some of my targets would be that mm-hmm. I would then want to start networking into those organizations. At some point, they might have a role that might come up in six months and they mm-hmm. could say, I remember when I spoke to Karen and she had some great, mm. great thoughts, or I think she might be a good fit from a personality perspective. Yeah. Um, so you never know what's going to come out of a networking conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's also important to remember that you never know what's going to come out of a networking conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that might be the quote from the whole episode is you never know what's going to come out <laughs> of a networking conversation. Exactly. <laughs> I do find some people struggle with networking because they feel slimy in going out and asking for the help. Is there any advice you have about how to make that feel more like a two-way street of uh, you're not just taking, but you're also giving? Or is that not important? I do think that's important. Uh, I think that's in the part of going in under the ask of you're trying to educate yourself. Okay. You want to learn from their experience. You mm-hmm. want to understand what they went through. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. Or most people mm-hmm. like to talk about their experiences. Mm-hmm. So you're going to yeah. find fairly easily people are going to open up and say, here was what my experience was. Let me yeah. share it with you. If you're going in and saying, I'm looking for a job and I'd love to learn more about the open jobs you have in your organization. Mm-hmm. you are going to hit barriers and not get as many people because that is where they're going to feel like you're just reaching out to them to see how they can get your foot in the door. Right. Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I think that a lot, a lot of people are going to be wanting to listen to this type of advice. Net- networking seems to be a really difficult area for a lot of people. Uh, it doesn't feel natural and it, it's not comfortable. So I appreciate you taking a moment to talk about that. It's a very timely topic. People are good and people want mm-hmm. to help. And, and on top of it, people want to share their advice. So I don't think if you go in with that, that people are not going to be willing to help for the most right. part. Is there anything that you have a sweetener for the listeners before we close? Any last piece of advice for people trying to build a me sweet mindset that we maybe haven't talked about yet? I think what I see in research and such is that women are afraid to ask for either the help. Women are afraid to ask for that raise. Women are afraid to ask for that promotion. Mm. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. The worst thing somebody's going to say to you is no. Mm -hmm. But speak up for yourself and Mm -hmm. advocate for yourself, whether it be in your personal life or in your professional life. Mm -hmm. Advocate for what you want in your personal life, be it with family, be it with friends, be it with yourself. So don't don't be afraid of that. Yeah. And the other is to not be afraid to do that networking that we've talked about. Again, okay. people want to help. People are out there. It's a hard, hard hurdle to get over and get the confidence within yourself mm-hmm. to go out and ask for that help. After one or two times, you'll be really proud of yourself and the mm-hmm. confidence you've built. And it'll really start to become an energy driver for you that you'll want to do more and more of it. Yeah. Wise Karen Rice, thank you for spending time in the Me Suite. 
Thank you so much, Donna. Enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us in the Me Suite. I'm Donna Peters. Subscribe to the podcast. Share ideas for future episode topics. Visit us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and at themesuite.com. That's the-me-suite.com. Suite like executive suite. That's the-me-suite.com. The Me Suite, a source of power for the life-minded.